This is Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Downtown Detroit is buzzing during the summer with outdoor events, with festivals and shoppers and people enjoying the city's nightlife. But there is a huge barricade between Detroit's fantastic riverfront and Hart Plaza and the rest of downtown. We call that barrier Jefferson Avenue, and it is an eight-lane highway. If we were planning a city design today, it seems almost impossible that we would plop this kind of roadway in that place. But it's there, and it's been there for decades. So should we consider doing something different with it? My next guest says, what if we buried Jefferson Avenue so that it was more walkable to get from Hart Plaza or the riverfront to the rest of downtown. John Gallagher is a senior business columnist with the Detroit Free Press. John, welcome back to Detroit Today. Thanks, Stephen. Good morning. So I'm going to read a short excerpt from your column. It said, if done right, pedestrians would then be able to walk from campus marshes in the heart of downtown to the river walk with nary a worry about crossing busy streets, but for a couple of narrow ones at Larned and Congress. Now, I'm not so naive as to think this will be easy. Challenges include funding finding the money, certainly many millions of dollars, overcoming the engineering obstacles in bearing a roadway, and rethinking traffic flows around downtown, especially for emergency vehicles. Uh, this is a pretty radical idea, I think, <laughs> anyone would, uh, would, would say. Talk to me about how you came up with the idea of burying Jefferson Avenue. Sure. Well, I think that uh, when city council voted a couple of weeks ago to make Spirit Plaza permanent, uh, it struck me that we now have these four major recreational venues downtown, Campus Marshes, Spirit Plaza, Hart Plaza, and the Riverwalk. And they're all sort of uh, designed independently of each other and all rather isolated from each other. And wouldn't it be wonderful if we could somehow connect them all so you could get from the heart of downtown all the way to the riverfront? And this is something we've been thinking about uh, elsewhere in the city. So we have the DeQuinder Cut on the east side, which runs from Eastern Market down to the waterfront. And we're adding more of these north-south greenways further east and also on the west side. And what about in the heart of downtown? So I, I was thinking, you know, how can we how can we make Jefferson less of a barrier so that people can get down to this, this wonderful river walk? So uh, Spirit Plaza, we should make clear, is at the foot of Woodward Avenue and Jefferson, and it's closed off now in front of, I still call it the City County Building. City Hall. Coleman A. Young Municipal Center. Um, uh, People have lost their minds virtually about that. I mean, that has been one of the most controversial ideas I've seen, uh, you know, in in civic life in Detroit in a long time. So, So that kind of tells me that the idea of burying Jefferson would would just have people's heads explode. I mean, what what would the practical what would the practical sort of path to this look like? And are there other things we could do maybe that uh, might not be so radical that would achieve the same thing? Like why not build walkways over Jefferson or underneath it? Right. Well, this is this was just a conversation starter. I think it'd be very expensive to tunnel Jefferson, although it, you know, it tunnels underneath Kobo and it comes up to the surface right near uh, Woodward. Um, so I think you could do an architecturally significant pedestrian bridge over Jefferson. Tunneling underneath it is an interesting idea. Um, or you could uh, just do more road diets, as you talked about earlier. Um, we narrow the lanes on Jefferson and you can put in uh, the, 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 the walkway, the pedestrian uh, crossing, could be raised up to curb level. So you create sort of a big speed bump for cars and just slow down cars. Um, but I think we need to uh, think about 
uh, that if we were designing our civic center area today, would we put this massive high-speed roadway right down the middle of it? And the answer is certainly no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's not the only one. I mean, you've got Jefferson. Joe's got Woodward, which we've narrowed some over the years, but is still... Uh, very much a highway coming into the middle of uh, into the middle of the city, and it intersects right there with Jefferson. That used to be one of the most sort of, I guess, precarious uh, if you were crossing um, intersections in 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 downtown. You know, th- this whole idea of traffic in downtown, I think, is something that we are going to end up having to deal with at some point as we get. More and more people, of course, walking around and, and doing things. Now we have the queue line that comes down Woodward. Uh, and if they were to build it out anywhere else, I mean, if they were to build this Jefferson line that I'd hear there were plans at some point uh, to do, I mean, we're going to have to rethink the way that we do all of this. I have said for a while now, for instance, that I don't see why there is any car traffic on Woodward south of the stadiums. I mean, that that narrow stretch of the road is not enough anymore for all of the things that need to be on it. That's also one of the big reasons that the queue line is as inefficient as it is. It slows at that point and gets stuck behind stuff. Um, but whenever I say that, boy, people people just instinctively say, oh, no, 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 that would make it harder to get around. But it's already too hard to get around. Right. And, you know, back when not that many people lived or worked downtown, maybe it made sense to let cars have it. But now that we have at least 20,000 more people working downtown uh, since 2010, mostly because of Quicken Loans and all the spinoffs, and thousands more people living downtown, we have to rebalance. And I think we really have to lessen the impact of cars on the downtown streetscape and, and not make downtown streets just commuter highways for people who live in the suburbs, which is what you know, a lot of people would like to think it is. Yeah, uh, This also reminds me of the plans, and I don't know where they stand right now, to get rid of I-375, which comes right into the heart of downtown and divides downtown from neighborhoods like, uh, like Lafayette Park. Is that also... I mean, that's a pretty big project, uh, first of all. It was also a controversial project for some folks, who live in Lafayette Park, is that something that's going ahead? Well, MDOT says it's in their budget and in their plans. It's about four or five years in the, in the future, but they said it's it's in their plans and it's budget, you know budgeting for it. And, and if you think about how that would change the way we live in downtown Detroit, change the way we think of downtown Detroit uh, as it being connected to a neighborhood, several neighborhoods, in fact, over uh, on the east side, it would change the way things like movement or the Jazz Fest, the fireworks, all of those things would be uh, different kinds of events, or they would feel different, I guess, if we if we were to do that. Right. Well, Detroit back, you know, 50, 60 years ago really embraced the, the vision of uh, high-speed expressways coming into the city and how wonderful this was going to make life, and we destroyed a bunch of neighborhoods uh, because of that, Black Bottom and much of Corktown and and so on. And uh, and now we're living with the fact that uh, because of traffic, safety, pollution, and the lack of walkability, that this is really places a burden on uh, on cities. And we're starting to rebalance. I think it's, you know, your idea of closing Woodward below Grand Circus is a great idea. And I think that we're going to be thinking more about this stuff as we go ahead in years to come. Hmm. Uh, again, 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. Uh, Melanie on Twitter says, how we design our streets is how we feel about people. 
giving dedicated street space to protected bike lanes increases safety for everyone, people walking, biking, and driving. Let's go to Glenn in the Cass Corridor. Glenn, what's on your mind? Hey, this is a great topic. Hey, John, Glenn here. How are you? Hey, Glenn, how you doing? <laughs> I think this is a great idea. And just like you said, the first thing that happened to me is my head exploded. <laughs> but now that the pieces have come back, you know, when you come down the Lodge Freeway, um, you've already got those two lanes that split off that don't go to Jefferson. So you could just continue underground at Jefferson, hmm. and you could have a lane that comes off that goes to the, the tunnel, which is already below uh, Jefferson grade level, and then you could just continue underground and continue to 375 North and just have maybe an exit here or there, maybe one exit to go to Jefferson. The opportunities, I think, are fantastic, and people, you know, like you said, it's a new structure that needs to be designed, and I think it would really be worth spending some uh, substantial money to have some people, uh, some designers start working on this project. Mm. You know, Detroit's about people being downtown, being able to get around downtown, and with bikes, and with the scooters, and with walking, and with all the events down there, and the beautiful river walk. I think it's a, a genius idea. Uh, Glenn, I appreciate the the call uh, and the comments there. Um, uh, this idea of uh, again, that change that's probably going to take place, I think, is is the the sort of over, overwhelming idea here that uh, that this is a city designed for a much different time and a much different population, and that uh, it doesn't really serve a terrible number of the interests that we have uh, that we have right now. Uh, Glenn, thanks for the call and the comments. Let's go to Dennis in Royal Oak. Dennis, what's on your mind? Oh, hello. Hey, Dennis. I'm up. Oh, oh, okay. Um, as a as a person that grew up in Detroit, worked in Detroit, and retired law enforcement, this is a little painful to listen to. Okay. Um, <laughs> somebody said that they wouldn't ride on eight mile with their bicycle. Well, I mean, I wouldn't me. ride in Royal Oak either. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I've lived in Royal Oak for a few years, and uh, I was here when the bike lanes were not here, and now I'm here when the bike lanes are here, and um. These these guys on these bikes, and I say guys, I, I see I don't really see too many women, but in, in reference to anybody that's on them, uh, I've had particular incidences where bikers have violated. I don't even know what their their laws are. It, really, I don't care what their laws are. I mean, I'm busy looking out for dangerous drivers. In my opinion, I think Royal Oak. Um, has one, some of the worst drivers in all of Metro Detroit, and I, like I said, I <laughs> lived in Detroit, worked in Detroit, and um, I, 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 so for instance, I live right off of Main Street, uh, north of 11 Mile, and the other day at rush hour, I was at Catalpa in Washington at doing a southbound left-hand turn, mm -hmm. where I had somebody on a bike that posed as a vehicle in the left-turn lane, and this is rush hour, mind you, at that. Well, as they started into their left-hand turn lane when the light turned green, that they started to lose their footing on their little bicycle, yeah. and I almost hit them, which would have put me in question. Yeah. My opinion, he shouldn't even be in the road in the first place. Dennis, I I really appreciate uh, the call and the comments. Uh, we've got about a minute left, John. This idea of sharing the roadways is is not just a Royal Oak issue. That's a downtown Detroit issue with the scooters and the bikes and 
the light rail and the cars and the pedestrians, uh, there are some real challenges to that. And, and Dennis is not entirely wrong about the danger that I guess lurks there. Right. Uh, and seniors on these motorized wheelchairs, uh, they used to, on East Jefferson, they used to ride in the street yes. before bike lanes. Uh, and so I think, you know, we're in this period when we're learning how to, uh, uh, mix and match all these different modes uh, and learning how to tweak the design of things like bike lanes and sidewalks. Um, but I think we really need to have the motorists understand that the roads are not just for them. Uh, they're for everybody. And that's mm-hmm. that's a psychological uh, thing we have to get through. Okay. John Gallagher, Detroit Free Press, senior business columnist. Always great to catch up with you here on Detroit Today. Thanks for coming by. Thank you, Steve. Come back tomorrow and we're going to talk about disparities in the way people are treated in the healthcare system. Disparities in race, disparities in economics. We're going to have a really interesting conversation about that. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's NPR station. Your connection to news, music, and conversation. We'll talk again tomorrow. <laughs>